right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Rachel. Hey. Hey, girl. What you doing? Oh, you know, just back in the studio. <laughs> We're on air. We're live on air. We're happy to have you once again oh, to celebrate. Happy to be right here. here right now. Yes. Yeah. Did you guys know that this is our 54th episode and final of the second season? What? Yeah, it's a big deal. We're bringing you season three next week. Mm. We're going to be uh, shifting things around a little bit. Maybe kind of changing the way we deliver our materials mm. like us in our person we're always in an evolution That's a right. new iteration emerging all the time like a snake shedding skin mm. shifting mm. constantly swirling bubbling up new mm. always fresh always That's different right. mm. i like it Speaking of always fresh and always different, that's how I decided to plan um, this past weekend's get-together, and we did something a little different than normal that we thought we should share with our audience right here, right now. Yeah, Monica's birthday party was not an average birthday party. She decided to throw a murder mystery game Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. party. Yes, I received a kit, a box, a kit in a box from Luke for Christmas, and it had everything we needed to... Have a murder. (laughs) So it turned out someone had already been murdered. Yes. You guys might have heard of the murder mystery party themed party that we're talking about where everyone dresses up like a character that they were given or picked out. Mm -hmm. You show up and try to figure out who done it. Well, we really did that last night and we highly recommend this thing. It mm-hmm. was very, uh, dare I say, transformative <laughs> um, because of all the improv that we had to do. So, Monica, do you want to tell us your character, maybe? A little yes, I do. I was clairvoyant. Clairvoyant is able to see the future. She has a hidden secret she wanted no one to know, mm. which was that she was in love with Peppy. <laughs> that Peppy Roney, who was the um, person who was murdered, the uh, victim, victim, oh. patriarch of the Roney family mm-hmm. um, and restaurateur, one of the most famous restaurants. And was it in New York? Mm-hmm. Yes. In New York? La yes. Speranza. Mm, yes, right. yes. Murdered with his own pistol shot in the back. Oh, poor Peppy. I was his daughter, mm. Angel Roney. Um, my father was extremely strict, very unable to be okay with any of my boyfriends ever mm. in my life. Mm. Mm. I was really ready to start dating men that he didn't approve of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I murdered him. No. Oh, no. No. Katie's uh, role was the best, in my opinion. One of the reasons was your wig. Because <laughs> there- she has this hair. You've seen it on our Instagram. If you don't know about the red curls, then you need to go check them out on our Instagram right mm-hmm. here, right now. But she wore this beautiful, dark, long, straightish, curlyish, full head of hair. Yeah, it was very, very um, desperate housewives of New York ish. <laughs> and I think the icing on top was the fact that she had um, put a little extra makeup on her eyebrows, mm. which made it look so real that when I walked in the door, I did not recognize Katie, mm-hmm. and that was. <laughs> 
really cool. Mm-hmm. That I mean, so wig fun. was on point. Wig es- was on point. And especially, too, she had an accessory, mm. which she's puppy sitting right now, this tiny dog, and she named it Orzotini. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Orzotini has a little bracelet on its neck. She's a very beautiful dog, uh, uh, and I really love Orzotini. <laughs> she's a long-haired chihuahua, and she is my best friend. <laughs> Who's currently... In Katie's arms right now. Yeah, and um extremely quiet. Maybe in the future, right here, right now, we'll do some live webcamming yeah. so you can appreciate. Orzotini, say hello. No. no. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> yeah. That was her breathing <laughs> into the mic. That was it. <laughs> so transitions were had, especially in Rachel's character, who was initially Father Alfredo. Yes, I was Father Alfredo, but then I became Madre Alfredo. And um, I was the family's long-term confidant. I traveled from Italy as a young priestess. <laughs> I followed them to New York and I knew everybody's secrets. All the secrets. Right. And um, I, w- I would say that I, I got into it. I think everyone really got into their <laughs> character. Um, Even guests that we that were not very enthusiastic about this game yes. <clears throat> my husband <clears throat> got really into his character my husband turned out being the murderer mm. uh, so he had this huge role but he was like trying in the beginning to kind of downplay his role I think because he didn't really wasn't that excited about reading the character being in yeah. character at first mm, not at but all. then once it evolved I think he was what and that final finale moment when he stood yeah, up? Yeah, he stood oh. up. I am the murderer, and y'all like there were people last night that said they had never had this much fun in their lives. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. we had so we laughed much fun, laughed so hard. Yes, and I think my favorite part was the dramatic reenactment of the murder. Oh yeah, um, Monica. I don't know whose idea it was. Um, I think it was Luke. It was Luke's idea to reenact it, and, and then there was some Godfather music that was played during the reenactment and it was on point. Like mm-hmm. we had rehearsed a movie scene mm-hmm. and there was a air quotes gun, um, but it was a party gun that shot out confetti. <laughs> and um, who was, who was playing father Roni who got murdered? Oh, Blaine. Blaine, Blaine who was not a part of the re he was a part of the reenactment, but not a character. Mm-hmm. It was just great. And there was a spotlight in the kitchen and the, the Godfather Waltz is playing in the mm-hmm. background and Luke put a, a blanket over himself so we didn't know who the murderer was it was it was glorious oscar worthy i wished we'd recorded that yeah, it was amazing. and then um as he falls to the ground part of the you know re- police report mm. told us that his wife is the one who found him so mama rosa a friend of ours runs around the kitchen and finds him and screams <laughs> yeah and then katie's like 30 minutes later, because in the police report, she shows up then, and she shows up and screams. Yeah. Yeah, It was a big deal. And I was a a bit, um, I I don't want to say nervous, but like I'd never done a um, murder mystery. And so, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I put full regalia on, Mm -hmm. found my grandmother's jewelry (laughs) to (laughs) make myself look like a priest. And it was cool how everybody just kind of like, I mean, the accents were terrible. We were, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, at one point, Luke was like German and then he switched back <laughs> yes. to Italian and, yes. you know, um, but it was cool to see everybody just kind of sink into their roles. That uh-huh. was really fun. That was to really, really fun. embody the cast. As Katie and I were getting ready, we had this moment of, we looked so different and we we're like, it's so great that we're going to the same party, but we are <laughs> in such different um, yeah. space. That <laughs> yeah. was really cool part. 
Yeah. In the book, too, it, it says in the beginning when you're kind of introducing the game to your guests to remind them that this has been happening. These sorts of games where we pick a character and ride it out through the end have been happening in the parlor games since, like, the Renaissance times. Really? It said for since hundreds medieval of years. Yeah, times. Since the medieval times since is what it said. So, times. like, people have been doing the role-playing games. Yes. yes. Where you try to determine who murdered. It's like a, the whodunit thing has been around forever. Wow. And to where they write out these, I don't know if it's as elaborate as this was, obviously, but some form of it, which is cool. Speaking hmm. of evolution, it's always evolving. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. these fun games that come in a whole prepackaged box. It's mm-hmm. called Passion, Pistols, and Pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> it was there were a few stereotypes, but it's okay because Monica's maiden name is Benugli. She's mm-hmm. the host, yes. so we were able to fly the you know yeah. jump those those punny <laughs> um, regional. Yes, it was good. It was, it was freaking awesome. We had so much fun. So obviously, we highly recommend you all throw your own murder mystery. Mm-hmm. You won't regret it. Mm-hmm. Neither will your guests. Make sure the wine is flowing. That yes. might have been part part of the. Fun. It was great because one of our uh, one of our friends was was not on the official cast list, but he was our waiter. Yes, and he took that job so seriously. Very I seriously. told Jason, "You are my favorite cast member because <laughs> his name was Oliver Teeny." Yeah, and so we, uh, yeah, he was like, "Make it right in the middle of our big, you know, family debates at the table." He'd come mm-hmm. over and make it you another drink. So. <laughs> yes, it was great. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, yeah, and I think also. Um, Monica has been receiving some text messages from friends who are still feeling the afterglow. And I think that was really cool. We all woke up and, you know, everybody's starting to go their separate ways. And it just was fun past the ending. And when we found out who did the murdering, and then, of course, we transitioned and started just going back to regular party down hangout times. Mm -hmm. But um, it was cool, like, how the improv made us not only have to reach into a role that we weren't used to doing but how we I don't know just kind of blossomed out into the rest of the evening and the next day and that was really cool improv touching people that, I mean yeah. it's letting out your inner child we mm-hmm. talk about yeah. that a lot on here allowing yourself to be silly and playful opens up an avenue that you really need to tap into on a regular basis mm-hmm. I think that's why that was so cool like I was going through my closet and able to wear combinations of things I wore my wedding shoes last <laughs> yes. night like, that I wore to my wedding <laughs> And they were. I don't perfectly. think I'll ever wear them again. Yeah. And they were so perfect for Angel Teeny. Angel, Angel Rooney. Wow. I'm trying to become with Orzo Teeny. Um, <laughs> like, I'm her mother. We have the same last name. Um, but yeah, Angel Rooney got to be really fancy. And I'm not that fancy of a person. So allowing yourself to to do that is so much fun. To break out of your normal mold. Yeah. Mm, to let it be yes. a little bit. Out of the box. Yeah. And this family, the uh, Roni family, was straight drama. Oh, like scandal. Scandalous. There were people impregnating other people <laughs> who shouldn't be. There was a twin and a mistaken identity. Someone I don't wanna, was dying. Yes. I don't yeah. want to give it away if you end up playing this particular game, but... There was there was room to grow as yeah. far as yeah. the what they were feeding us drama wise. So it was really fun. Yeah, shout great. out to uh, University Games, who mm-hmm. I think is the maker or whatever the name on the box is, and, mm-hmm. and Mister Tell a Story, who oh, narrated yes. <laughs> with the uh, yeah. after we were all talking over each other, he would recap mm-hmm. so that we made sure everything was. Reviewed. It was a lot, and it was um, a lot. 
you had to jump in. Yeah. And it was like, you, after this person accuses this person, you need to then, there was, it was all on cue cards. Um, but it was still difficult because you had to listen and hear that somebody had been accused and then immediately <laughs> after try to jump in. But there was, somebody was like Ready right ahead of you. Else. And so you had mm-hmm. to make it sir, come back to you so mm-hmm. that you, because it was important to accuse people. Because you had to get your information out there. Yes. And I think only one person actually figured out or guessed who the Mm -hmm. murderer was. But um, it was cool how you had to look really pay attention and bring it back. And it was hard, too, because of the accents. Like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What did you say? I kind of heard what you said. And then they're like, no, that person didn't accuse me yet. Like, no, I did. (laughs) Jen's like, I didn't hear that. Sorry. Sorry. Do it again. Do it again. (laughs) And shout out to Mikey, who had the best Italian accent and was getting really loud. He (laughs) almost busted my eardrums a couple times. He did apologize because he saw me plugging my ear. (laughs) It was hurting my eardrums, but we did our best. We yeah. did our best with it the characters. So. We'll be posting pictures, maybe a few video clips. <laughs> there are video so clips. Enjoy those yeah. on yeah. the Instagram. It was a, a very fun evening yeah. full of surprises. Yeah, and and I love that you all just were cool with it because yes. we had no idea what we were getting into, really. We didn't know what the style would be like. There was some scripted parts. There was some that was just prompted and you go for it. Mm-hmm. And there was the we listen to this guy part. And so it all just together wove us into this very lovely icebreaker that I think if you yes. didn't even like not all of you knew each other very well. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a fun way to just knit it together. Yep. Yeah. So happy birthday, Monica. Yes. Thanks, yeah. Thanks for celebrating yeah. Peppy Roni with me. It was so great. <laughs> the life and times of Peppy Roni. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> R.I.P. So many secrets. Right. So, so many secrets so many in that man's secrets. life. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a scoundrel. <laughs> so what it takes to like create this character and I think you said the word we really blossomed into these characters Mm -hmm. and that of course I can't help but be segued in thought to a word we've shared this morning and this weekend and really forever because we've bloomed together Mm -hmm. the word is bloom yes and I want to touch on the specialness that that means to you in this moment as you launch a new bloom of your own Rachel tell us more yeah so um I guess we'll come back to how Monica and I have accidentally co-created in the best awesome way. Um, but yes, a friend of mine, a uh, close friend, Natasha Azizi, and I hadn't seen each other in um, probably over a year. She was doing some amazing, wonderful, transformative retreat work in Portugal. And so we met up and we had coffee and we were talking and she started relating a story to me about her cousin, who's a young girl, um, just coming into her womanhood. And um, if you don't know Natasha Azizi, she's this tall, leggy, Persian, gorgeous queen. And um, (laughs) the assumption, and I would assume so, that her cousin is the same. And she was just mentioning how, you know, she could already see the pressures of society making her shoulders, you know, go forward, start to protect her heart just because she's too tall. She's too this. She's too pretty. She's too blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, wow, that sounds terrible, but totally relatable just to being a girl in Mm. anywhere. And so I related to her about these wonderful camps um, that a Peace Corps volunteer created in 1994 in Romania was the first one, one, and they're called GLOW Camps, which stands for Girls Leading Our World. And so I had the amazing opportunity while in the Philippines in the Peace Corps to be a part of a GLOW Camp. And it's essentially a sleepaway camp for girls um, of any age in particular, but we were working from, I think, 14 to 18. 
And um, it was just amazing to see how, you know, when you're told that you're beautiful and you're intelligent and understanding proper communication as well as healthy relationships Mm -hmm. and your cycle and just being okay with your height, skin color, all of the things that make you you, radical love and acceptance um, gave these girls just this power, like true empowerment. And I was like relating to her about it. And she was like, that sounds amazing. I wish we could do something like that. And I said, okay, let's do it. And then I think a week later we were in her apartment and two hours later we had created this camp. And so as we were really throwing things out there, we're looking up at each other and we're like, this is not just a camp. This is going to be a thing. Like this might be a thing that we do forever because the whole basis is creating sisterhood. Mm. And, um, both her and I did not have a huge sisterhood. And I'm sure a lot of women out there can relate um, within our school or, you know, being the only girl in, in my family and just not having a group of sisters. And I feel very blessed and lucky to have found my tribe of women um, still younger in life. You know, mm-hmm. we all we met in college. Um, our tribe formed in college, but how amazing it would have been um, not to do the woulda, coulda, shouldas, but to have that as a, a young woman, right? Mm-hmm. And so we created what is now called the Bloom Movement because it's going to kind of be a movement and not just one thing. And um, our pilot retreat is called the Spring Bloom and it's going to be happening in uh, Ledbetter at the beautiful Nightbird Ranch and it'll be... Um, from spring break. So it's a March 11th to 14th and um, it's going to be all of the things. So places we have an anonymous question box where you can ask any question that will be answered. We're going to have an affirmation wall where you can say, I just love the way Katie's hair is curling. And you put that on there and then you walk in the room and you see somebody's giving you affirmations. We're going to have a red tent ceremony. We're going to talk about all things cycle related. We're going to talk about sexuality, healthy relationships. Um, One of my big pulls and things I want to bring in is reconnecting with nature Um, because as women, you know, our cycles are, completely intertwined with Mm -hmm. nature and as modern women we've you know katie monica and i are very lucky to have very lucky very blessed and honored to be out in the country to where we can Mm -hmm. see the stars and we can wake up with these sunrises hear the birds hear the birds Um, know what cycle the moon is in yes and, and and be able to do that at all times and that is like a serious blessing that a lot of young women and men do not get and we lose our circadian rhythms um mm-hmm. natural light is a really big thing it's super important so bringing that in and yeah it's just going to be this amazing retreat camp and you know we we can't just give these girls these young women this power and then just send them back you right. know you can't just go straight back to your society or your whatever and and not have it's really hard to reintegrate that yes reintegration yeah, thank yeah. you that's the word i was looking for Re- reintegrating and so we're like well we gotta have you know a meetup at a coffee mm-hmm. shop we gotta have mm-hmm. webinars we gotta have another you know so it's just gonna keep rolling and mm-hmm. um we just launched um on friday and we already have almost a thousand dollars in support and we already have we have room for 12 we already have two people signed up. And so that's amazing and wonderful. But then right after we launched, I get a text message from Monica. And <laughs> I'll let her tell you about that because it kind of blew the top of my brain off. It was kind yeah, of my too. It bloomed the, it top, bloomed of your brain the off. top of my brain off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So s- similar story, but with a friend of mine who's been on our podcast, Jen, 
we had a very almost exact discussion about young girls and that importance. But, you know, still that so many of us lacked that growing up, that sisterhood and that knowledge and how important it is to give that back to our sisters that are of our age or maybe even older who, you know, I interact with a lot through teaching yoga with that 40 to 70 year old demographic who are still shocked at the power they have in Mm -hmm. their bodies and minds to learn and grow and dance and be okay being a woman Mm -hmm. at that age. Like it's hard at any age. And Mm -hmm. so we're all in that book together, which is why sisterhood is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. But Jen and I decided to create a, um, a conference, a women's conference. And we spitballed some names, threw it around. And Jen was like, gosh, I'm just really pulled to bloom. Like, I just think it has to be called bloom. So the bloom is part of it. And then it's the women's revival summit. That's Mm -hmm. what this event is called, which will be coming out in September of this year, September 19th. There will be classes and workshops and speakers kind of geared towards empowering your business, your job, whatever your job is in the world. So that will be a really fun thing. And it's called Bloom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I texted Rachel as soon as I saw her invite to like the page or the event. And I was just like, are you, you kidding me? you got to be kidding <laughs> me. Yeah, totally serendipitous <laughs> happening, coming together. And it's also amazing that Monica is going to be working with the older demographic. And we're going to be working with the younger demographic. And... That was a big thing that Natasha and I were talking about is like, we need to link this older Mm -hmm. group Mm -hmm. with this younger group. And now Monica is literally (laughs) creating a space for these older women. And so So um, then there can be that back and forth exchange between these maiden mother crone phases that we all are going to shift through and that we get to pull on each other's wisdom and knowledge. And so just... The, the, I guess, serendipitousness of that was amazing. And it's like, most relating to Katie and Monica, how this was not my plan for 2020. And so this was some serious improv, Mm -hmm. like with Natasha and meeting in a coffee shop and (sighs) saying yes, saying yes. And that's how this podcast was born because we just came up with an idea. We said, let's make it happen right now. Let's not put this off. We're, we're going to do it. We're like, within seven days, we did that now. Right now. We did that. Yeah. And that so this is your, if there is an idea you all have that you're holding on to that was maybe just born, don't hold on to it for too long. It'll go find somebody else. Yeah. Let it bloom. Just like. Let it bloom. Put your idea out there and we can't wait to get the world to benefit from whatever you guys are forming. Mm-hmm. How can we learn more about the Bloom Movement? So um, if you go to Google, you can also go to Facebook or Instagram. All of our page names um, handles are the bloom movement dot TX. And um, you I would love for everyone to check out our website. Um, really, if you're not able to financially contribute, um, please pass it on to a woman or a man who has a young daughter. Uh, we're looking for nominees. We have 10 more spaces left. Um, and if you don't have a person in mind, you can, there's different levels that you can support at. And essentially we would love to scholarship at least four, but if we could scholarship everybody, that would be amazing. And, you know, just kind of let the abundance flow. So if you feel called and if you feel something, and this is going to be, um, in Ledbetter, which is directly in between Austin and Houston, that's kind of our, our area right now. Um, so yeah, would really appreciate your support. It's the bloom movement.tx. That's all of our social media <laughs> outreach. Mm, love it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Blooming together all the time. So into mm-hmm. characters, 
into goals, yeah. into new movements of the world, mm. and into a writing exercise. Ah. A writing exercise that allows you to, without judgment, just let some of your creative juices flow and you never know what's going to come out and what's going to blossom from those creative juices, unless you just give yourself an opportunity mm-hmm. to express, which is what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why we're express. here. Yes. We're here to help prompt those inner juices. Flowing, flowing. <laughs> so what kind ahead, of prompts? Get out your pen and your pad. Set your timer for three minutes. We're going to be uh, using some off-the-cuff prompts mm. that we're going to uh, draw out of a hat. We've already all written down three prompts, and we're going to draw them out one at a time. And uh, I can't yeah. wait to see what you guys wrote. I wonder if we wrote the same things. Oh, man. <laughs> So for our first prompt, the last sip of wine. Mm. Writing for three minutes. So I don't know if uh, last night had anything to do with that, but that first flow of story came out of me super easy as compared to the last time I was on the podcast. I love that. It's working. (laughs) You ready for our next prompt? Yeah, pick it, Rach. All right. Just practicing being creative over here. Mm-hmm. The entrance to a dark, eerie cave. Oh. Mm-hmm. Three more minutes. And for our final transition prompt is... <laughs> Love you. A brand new species of flower you just discovered. Perfect. Working <laughs> that in. Final prompt. Sorry, Katie. Well, those prompts weren't any fun, and we're actually just not going to read our stories because yeah. no one's excited. Do 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 do. Terrible. Just kidding. We loved them. Mm-hmm. It was great. So let's hear what you got, Rachel. Yeah. Empty? It can't be empty. I think to myself as a slight panic moves from my toes to my head as the last sip of wine slides down in the other direction. I told myself that I'd quit drinking for a month after this last bottle of wine. Dry January? I can do that easy. I remember saying out loud as I scrolled past my friend's post, (laughs) putting the decision, nay, the challenge to myself then and there. Well, here we go. I think let's do this. But as I set down my cup on the coffee table in front of me, the clinking of glass on glass sent a shock wave through my body, my slight buzz immediately collapsing into a feeling of standing before an entrance to a dark, eerie cave, cold, hard, unwelcoming. Shit is all I can mutter. All right, fine. I put it to myself. Hashtag let's go attitude and then lay back and relax my body on my comfy couch. I take a few deep breaths and allow myself a moment to visualize. I see myself stepping into this dark and unwelcoming cave. The first steps are hard and very uneasy, but as I go deeper, I feel a sense of calm washing over me. It gets easier and easier. I suddenly find my cave isn't so unwelcoming after all. It's actually kind of nice in here. I look down and see growing out of the cave floor the most beautiful flower I've ever seen. A new species, nerd voice. Mm -hmm. I lift 
That means you have to say new species. New species. I lift it to my nose and breathe the most amazing smell I've ever smelled or encountered in my whole life and feel myself become light with joy. As I open my eyes, I see the sun has started to peak through the horizon and I feel so refreshed. Maybe I'm hallucinating, but I swear I still can smell that delicious aroma. Dry January? This is going to be transformative. Hashtag let's bloom. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's our hashtag, by the way. <laughs> wow. That's that a great wonderful. story. Thanks. Thanks. I love it. Yeah. Special. Yeah. Should I go? Go. Do it. Okay. Mine's similar. Ugh, what happened? I feel terrible. I was pretty sure last night's waiter never let me get to the last sip of wine. It seemed like I'd only had one glass, being that I never got a second. The level didn't actually change, even while I continued to sip, sip away. So that's what 30s feels like, huh? One glass of wine and a massive hangover. Yeah, right, Frida. You had like six glasses. That waiter had you on his radar. Wish he could have refilled my lemon drop martini so easily. I had to tone out my roommate. Her voice was so shrill. This headache was really quite awful. I felt like I was in a dark and eerie cave. Everything was echoing and I suddenly felt clammy, dark, and it had me running to the restroom, head first to the porcelain. Suddenly, all I saw was the repeating fractal pattern swirling from a center, the flower of life just spiraling effortlessly, blending from its epicenter out into the soft and pillowy tufted petals, a very dark maroon color, a burgundy so familiar. It reminded me of the space I was in. I looked around and I saw my colleagues clapping happily as they looked to me in this gobsmackingly gorgeous flower. I looked up to see a banner. Welcome, Lapa Cup of Eno species, a.k.a. Frida's Flower. I was shocked that I'd made it to the event due to my current condition when a large rush of water started pouring over me. I looked up, startled to see my roommate and my shower at my apartment. Come on, Frida, you passed out on the floor again. Girlfriend, let's get you cleaned up. Ugh, that voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Similar threads. Similar threads. Lap a cup of vino. Yeah. (laughs) It's a beautiful flower. Yeah. One last story. I closed my eyes as I brought the glass of wine to my lips, savoring the flavor of the deep red liquid as it filled my mouth with hints of cherry, chocolate, and floral undertones. I chuckled at the thought of whoever came up with those descriptions. Can people really taste cherries and chocolate in this stuff? I attempted one more sip, but was disappointed by my empty glass. I looked across the fire at the empty chair in front of me, checking my watch. Surely he should be back soon. I noticed the fire was dying down and I felt chilly. I put my jacket on and stood looking around at our seemingly deserted campsite. Babe, I shouted, becoming suddenly frightened. He said he was going to check on that cave we discovered on our hike earlier. It was creepily close to where we set up, and odd that we hadn't noticed it before dusk. I walked toward the entrance, eerie and dark. Why do you have to go in there? Steve, I called in, not wanting to go farther. Steve, my own voice, made me jump as it echoed back toward me. Just then, my boyfriend appeared in the darkness, wide-eyed and so excited I thought he must have discovered a secret treasure. Brenda, you're never going to believe it, he exclaimed. 
enthusiastically. He beckoned to come, he beckoned me to come toward him. Reluctantly, I followed. Look, Brenda, down here. Ooh, a tiny weed. It has a yellow flower. How pretty, I said, confused. No, Brend, this is what I've been waiting for. It's a new species. This is a discovery of a lifetime. Just then, we heard a growling from the depths of the cave, and two yellow eyes appeared in the distance. Look out, was all Steve could say as the beast ran up and jumped into my arms. Well, that's how Snickers, the cat, found his new home. Isn't that right, Snickers? I said as I rubbed my tabby cat between the ears. I beamed at my boyfriend on the cover of Science Journal and read the article about the new yellow tabby flower we had discovered. Wow. Yellow tabby flower. It's the yellow tabby flower. Named after the yellow tabby cat. Snickers. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't want to get too scientific here, you know? Yeah, no, definitely not. tabby flower. I love our story collection. Me too. Same prompts. Same stuff in life. Different ways of reacting. Different turnouts. Mm -hmm. Mm. And if you don't like the way it turned out today, you can always try again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is the beauty of this life we get to live. That story. That's right. So here's to transitions. Yeah, and blooming and yes, anding. Yes. Supporting each other is really what it all comes down to. Yes, yes anding, yes. blooming, supporting one another. You really want to know who done it? It's gonna have to be you. That's right. <laughs> who done it? <laughs> so as always. Please share with your friends, rate and review, follow, subscribe, all those good things that show us that you're into it. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, share the love. Right here. Right, right now. now. Maybe you'll get a blooper here or there. Here oh, blooper reel. Yeah. Tell me more. Or don't. Mm. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Very good indeed. Indeed. Yes, good new, sir. New, unique New York. Unique, unique New York. York. <laughs> mm. <No>. Inner. Juices. <laughs> Blowing. Blossoming. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Right here, right now.